<laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the first session of Dead and Fae. Where we'll be taking um, the story told by Durnan in the Onion Portal. But we're going to play it. We're not going to really listen to him give it. <laughs> so, um, we got a few housekeeping rules. Well, a few housekeeping items. They're not rules. I mean, I feel like I'm rusty, Chris. This is weird. <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't led one of these in a while. Yeah. Um, so we are Featherfall Tabletop. We are sponsored by Skull Splitter Dice. If you are in the need of some nice metal dice or just general dice. I mean, I don't offer the other ones. I don't say that. Because the metal dice is where it's at. Um, exactly. Go ahead and use the link down below. And then use the promo code Featherfall for 10% off your first order. We're also sponsored by... I will say one quick thing with uh, Skull Splitter is they have a Kickstarter that is going to be kicking off here pretty soon. Uh, it's like a whole set of D20s. They look really pretty. Uh, there's a giveaway that you can enter on their... Uh, there's a link in their Twitter <clears throat> where you can win a $500 gift card wow. to Skull Splitter Dice. You can get all the dice you need for life. So yeah. uh, check that out. I will say... Don't underestimate me. <laughs> that, the skull enter. right next to my Luchador mask, that is a Skull Splitter oh. steampunk skull that's a dice carrier. Yeah. It's awesome. You should get it. It's so cool. it is worth it. Um, also, we are sponsored by Found Familiar Coffee. So if you're in the need for some coffee for playing late night games, go ahead and uh, use the link down below, or go to found foundfamiliar.com/featherfall and use the promo code Featherfall for ten percent off your order. A couple couple nice announcements. We do have a giveaway going for Found Familiar Coffee. One bag of your choice. Enter the Gleam.io link uh, posted on our Twitter and get yourself a free bag. You got to win, but good luck. And then we'll also be giving away some coupon codes. Chris, do you want to go ahead and uh, talk about how you are going to set that up? Uh, did I? Do I know? Weren't you and Adam talking about that? I don't think we ever finalized it. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so next time we'll have coupon <laughs> codes. It'll be a giveaway yeah, for 25% well, yeah, of coupon codes. Okay. It's coming back to me. We are... <laughs> sorry. We are we're trying to work... This. We are trying to work in some cool ways for you to win these coupon codes uh, during the live stream for being active and when some of the players maybe hit certain milestones in-game, like do certain things. So we are trying to do something cool than just a... Not that there's anything wrong with the Gleam giveaway that we just plugged, but we want to try to make it a little more interactive and, you know... You know, yeah. so we'll have some ideas out there pretty soon. Definitely. So last bit of housekeeping is that every other Sunday, so on the 1st of March, we'll be playing, continuing our Curse of Strahd game. Um, we are four sessions in. Next one will be our fifth. Yeah. Those are at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, it is, we, we're so nearing the end of the Death House, which has been the worst. Let's call it Dirt. Durst Manor. Uh, there's nothing deathy about it. <laughs> um, and then every Tuesday, the gods we know are continuing their homebrew campaign led by Adam as llamas. Um, and then every Wednesday, we'll be here playing Den Thay. I'm so excited to finally get a game going again. We have some beautiful people in the chat. Uh, we'll go around the table, let everybody introduce themselves. Uh, we'll start with the top left, which is me. So we'll go to Travis. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we just doing us for the characters too? Just you for now. We'll, we'll get into characters okay. in a sec. 
Yep, so I'm Travis. Um, kind of a long time D and D part of this group anyway. Um, still very new to the game though. I've only I've only been playing with us. Never played with a different group until tonight, really. So still learning up, still and definitely rusty. But I'm gonna try and do my best. You'll be great. You're in good uh, hands, Travis. Next is Ty. Hi, I'm Ty. Um, I run DM Emporium. I'm uh, kind of hooked up with the Featherball guys over Twitter. Played in a couple of one-offs and now excited to dive into a kind of a bit longer uh, of a game. Super exciting. I was just setting up for all the Skull Splitter stuff. Um, there's also, uh, because they've allowed me to, you know, come and hang out and play, there's a discount on DMEmporium.com. Use the uh, discount code Featherfall. Uh, they get you some percentage off. So, yeah, yeah, nice. come check us out. Uh, it's a good time. We got dice dice towers just a whole mess of stuff that uh, you could use including like tankards and stuff that make it extra fun like every time i play uh, irl i bring like this this tankard uh, <laughs> yeah see one. see you definitely need one so <laughs> but yeah that's that's me and uh yeah glad awesome. to be hanging out every every week now awesome chris well that's me hey my name is chris uh you can find me on twitter at two two underscore socks oh five i I am uh, part of the Featherfall Tabletop group. I am the DM for the Curse of Strahd game on every other Sunday. Uh, I am the one-shot community, um, one-shot games community manager. I don't know if that's the official title, but it is now. It is now. Uh, and so if you want in to play in those games or DM in one of those games, uh, you come into our Discord, uh, talk to me, Two Socks, in the, in the Discord there, and we'll get you hooked up with those games. Uh, new games filling up all the time, opening and filling up rather quickly. So we'd love to have you in there. But yeah, you can always find me here in the Featherfall channel. Awesome. And Sean? Hey, everyone. I'm Sean. Uh, you can also find me at Twitter at Near the Furt King. Um, I'm new to the Featherfall tabletop community, so I actually found it through another friend. But uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to be on this show as well as a couple uh, other one shots later on. Uh, this is going to be an exciting game, so I'm excited for this. Let's get into it. It's going to be awesome. Um, and then Typo. Saving the best for last, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Typo. Uh, good to see you. I'm also new to the uh, whole Featherfall community, so I'm really excited for this session. Hope it goes well. It's going to go great. Oh, it's for outstanding. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So now let's take a moment to introduce your characters so you all were given a task beforehand of why you would be called to assist in this aid um we're gonna go opposite order so we will start with the best uh according to the last uh typo <laughs> in this case we are absolutely not saving the best for last oh gosh <laughs> or we are technically uh oh, hello i'm going to be playing pandora Hemlock, that's what my last name is. Exactly. She's a bit of a necromancer and a witch. She's a shut-in who constantly has her hair in a horrible mess, deep, deep, tired marks underneath her eyes, and she currently hates everyone in existence because they're stopping her from going home and just relaxing in a night with a nice fire and a warm blanket and some coffee and some... <laughs> Possibly lewd books. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just going to this job to get some money so I can retire. Oh, I love it. I love it. Anything else for Pandora? Uh, I have a skeleton army with me. <laughs> no big deal. 
Yeah, like you do. We'll uh, we'll address that <laughs> here in a little bit. <laughs> All right, Sean. Well, I'll be playing Azur, and uh, let's see. I'm an Alajan, of course, so I'm obviously very, very well uh, off, and uh, much better than all of you, obviously. But um, if you want to know about me, well, I'm a blade singer. I've been there for hundreds of years. I've studied. Um, been in the Bay Wilds. No ice magic. Hmm. Honestly, what what else do you want to know? I'm really pretty. I like keep keep care of myself. Uh, Pandora's. Uh, it's dear. You really do look very lovely. Maybe just deck yourself out a little bit better. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I'm here helping out. Uh, yeah, honestly, I'm here just to do whatever I can. Uh, no, but uh, Azura is an Elijah Philly singer. She's very uppity, haughty, and sassy. Doesn't really care for other people, but she's here to help. And yeah, I'm I'm here to kick some butt. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh man, I, gotta, I, I love it. all of that. Uh, yeah, Val, I mean, you have to follow that. Yeah, that's me. So These I am playing. Are... <laughs> I am playing Val. Um, this is a continuation of my character from Waterdeep Dragon Heist, uh, Valyrian. Um, he's a halfling warlock who was reluctantly pulled into his warlock powers by his patron, but over time has come to. Uh, recognize that he needs these powers in order to survive because he's kind of an asshole. Uh, he tends to get his into trouble with his words. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how that works out here in this tomb. Um, yeah, that's that's him. I feel like at the end of Waterdeep, though, you're really coming into your nice streak. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was starting to make that turn and, and not be such a Stick a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ty. Uh, I will be playing Ondros. He is a uh, Loxodon spore druid, and uh, he basically he started out life um, under the his both of his life his parents were like crafters. They they did things like leatherworking and um, seamstressing, and so but eventually they found out that he didn't have the attention span to really learn a craft, constantly getting lost in thought and looking out desperately into the window. And once after foiling a hunt uh, with his father, his father realized that his empathy for the forest and his love of gardening pointed only really to one craft that he could be taught, alchemy. So he was led to uh, an Eldrin named Kotarin, who had lived in the village for since anybody could remember and had always taught, had, um, and it was well known that the apprentice, apprentices would never take over as lead alchemist because this was Kotarid's town. Uh, but so, but he learned the many crafts of it. And one day he went into the woods and uh, he just forgot to come back home. Uh, but uh, in his wanderings, he came across uh, this uh, a dying kind of like you know spore colony that was growing out of a, a corpse. And in his empathy, he reached out to them and he, he pulled up a, a single mushroom. And he looked at it. He's like. There can be an end beyond this. You must learn to live with every. I know you cannot reply, but I know you understand. And he eats the mushroom. And so now the swords have infected his brain and body, <laughs> and he is now they, Ondros Sporefather. <laughs> he, uh, he's here because of... Pandora wandered across, was doing her her main thing, trying to retire, and wandered across to him and convinced him that, uh, you know, maybe it's time to be useful and 
he's basically just kind of along for the ride is uh, trying to figure out what to do, but also kind of absent-minded. <laughs> That's all it <laughs> Spore-minded, what did I say? <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, thanks, Ty. Uh, Travis? I will be playing a uh, half-orc barbarian named Axel. He's a uh... He's a softie for nature. He likes to stay alone, though. He—he's just a brute. He's always used his punching powers to uh, help people. If he thought they were in need, if he saw somebody look like he was getting roughed up, even if it was a play, he might step in and pop them out. Um, he got made fun of a lot as a kid until they realized how strong he was. He'd spend time in the woods around his home, just. You know, pretending to fight, playing with the blacksmith tools after they, or weapons after they forged some or some they were trying to sell. He'd just take them and play with them. Um, so he built up strength that way. But he also kind of grew a fondness for the animals. Um, kind of felt like he could talk to them. Um, felt like they could talk back. Um, wolves in particular, where he kind of found his, his, his niche, but he kind of, everything around him. Um, he had a wolf that followed him on his adventures as he left town, um, Rune, that he eventually got too old and had to take back home. Never to see him again, but he has a little statue with him. Um, just to help remember him, keep him strong, keep him remember his roots. Um, he wound up in a guardsman's group for a while for the, the, the town, um, but they had a like an animal keeper. And he be, he got in close with him because he likes the animals, but little did he know the animal keeper was training the animals to attack the guards so he could take over ownership of the town. Um, he actually didn't really like that. He was able to convince the wolves to kill him after he took power, but he got the hell out of there. He didn't want to be a part of the evil that that guy was, so he took off. Um, and he's just here... You know, by chance, he followed the road wherever people needed help. Um, he doesn't care about the money. Uh, he just uses it to help people if he gets any. So he's he's just here to help. He's a softy of sorts. Nice. nice. Very, very well done. And I took a little inspiration from Kronk on this guy. <laughs> from uh, squeak, squeakity, squeak, squeakers. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so the next question I have for you all, and you may not know this, where are your characters from in Faerun? Where are they at when you are chosen? And we'll start, uh, we'll go same order, so typo first. Where, uh, oh, geez, I don't know. Um, probably, possibly like looking for jobs at a bar or something? Like, this is how adventurers find jobs, right? Rough, rough town uh, idea, where it may be, like Baldur's Gate. Sure. Okay. Uh, I, I, I really have no idea where she would be. I feel like be. you'd be in Waterdeep. Waterdeep? Okay. <laughs> you would have went to Waterdeep. I, I, I like the idea of, like, our, our two characters didn't, like, weren't together, and we bumped into each other, like, looking for this job. Sure. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, and uh, then Azure? Uh, so actually, I'm originally from the Feywild. The whole uh, idea is that my character is looking for uh, my friend, which is <laughs> Pandora. 
So we bumped into each other. We probably took the job at the same time. So okay. wherever we were from, so I'm guessing Waterdeep. Okay. Val? Uh, Val, yeah, originated in Waterdeep, made his way kind of down uh, the Sword Coast and was probably hanging out. Um, Daggerford. Yeah, around Daggerford, maybe just trying to lay low a little bit. Uh, he was stuck in some hairy situations and split from a party and was kind of just laying low, I think. Okay. And we'll, yeah, we'll say in the uh, the near forest around Daggerford. Okay, and Andros? Same, I would imagine, Waterdeep with Pandora. Oh, no. So started out probably actually closer to Thay in like the Sunrise Mountains, a village from there, but had been wandering so far and so long. So like I, I would imagine that they came like after they, they left the town headed to um to Thay that they that's when they come across him uh where he's just wandering around going, Oh people <laughs> like you know, sort of thing. So, because he's been a hermit in the woods for quite a while at this point, and with between druidic nature and the spores, he has no idea how old he is. So he's been wandering for a long time. Third edition ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and then Axel. Uh, originally from Silvery Moon, uh, from that area, and yeah, he was—he's just been kind of out on the road for most of his life, like three quarters of it so i don't know where he was when he got the call originally but you know we'll, we'll say somewhere pretty far away you know down south probably like towards i don't know i, I would say like close to baldur's gate probably perfect okay so as you're all doing your various tasks in these various areas you feel the sudden like some of you magic users have felt this before but you're instantly teleported from wherever you are. So water deep, whether it be, you know, out in the wild, whether it be in a different town. Um, and then you all arrive in a shadowy hall with a glowing teleportation circles etched into the floor. Before you have time to really consider your situation and why you're there, um, the image of a female red wizard suddenly appears and speaks. I am Serana. It was I who brought you here. Welcome. And all of you have your own special abilities that I'm in desperate need of. And you all may know each other, you may not know each other. Cases, generally, you do not. But I have a proposition for you all. I need your assistance. So please, hear me out. Many of you may understand who we are. Uh, many of you may not. Um, but the Red Wizards, we really are in a world of, of hurt. Um, we're chafing. <laughs> Different. I do not like maybe. chafing. Under the rule <laughs> of one of our Zolkirs, Zaz Tam, once, as some of you may, I don't know how familiar you are with they, so I apologize if I'm over-explaining or if I'm not. Um, but once Thay was the land of power, now death scours Thay while the Lich Lord ignores all concern concerns other than his quest to become a god. Um, if his mad plans are left to run their course, none will be left alive here to worship him. None will be left alive in all of Faerun. I would imagine that that does transmit to the Feywild and points to the Eladrin. Um... This magic gatehouse that you're in, um, from which I can send you into where I need you to go, only if you are consenting, of course, 
uh, is the heart. We're at the very heart of the Lich's domain. Um, and we're we are currently deep beneath the Thaymount. The Doom Vault, again, I, I, I don't know how much you know. Uh, the Doom Vault is a secret laboratory uh, and containment structure beneath which lies a hidden storehouse where the phylacteries of Zaztam lie. There, the Lich Lord's power can be broken with your aid. Uh, I offer you the opportunity to take the fight to the Lich Lord. I offer you the chance to help me see it that Zaztam's power is broken. The phylactery vault is where you can make that happen. And she looks slowly at each one of your faces and says, what, what do you say? Will you help and become the heroes, the saviors of all of Faerun? What's the pay? <laughs> and the moment you ask that, no, like, this dead serious face. Ask that first. <laughs> <laughs> the dead seriousness in her face just kind of drops. And a, a, a slight, like, smirk comes over her face. Well, um, what, I guess, whatever you find in there, there are riches to be found. And whatever you find, you may keep. Um, I, I was hoping to, uh, tempt you with the allure of being saviors of Faerun, but whatever you find. I don't care about that. <laughs> she is learning to be a hero, but more concerned with hope. I just want to retire, honestly, and frankly becoming a lich. Eventually. One, <laughs> one last job. <laughs> one last job. I, one I, first I... job, and last for me. <laughs> I, I like this idea of one last job. I uh, I do care deeply about the uh, Faerun. I have come to know it well, uh, but it is always about the pay, isn't it? Um, and he's as Val's sitting there. He's he's finishing up. He you caught him in mid carving. He was carving a little wooden spoon, and the whole time you were talking, he was sitting there carving out, and he finishes the spoon, sheathes his. Um, his little carving knife, and he's got a little slot for the spoon to sit in his uh, like leather strap here, and he puts it in. And uh, well, I, I have many friends in uh, Faerun, so it is not difficult for me to make that decision to join, to figure this out. They may have my pay. I, uh, we are seeking just to know more. And these seem like wonderful people you've brought. Uh, we only wish to learn. It sounds like knowledge is uh, bountiful where we're going. We will help. Are you okay? I. Hmm? Yes, do you normally speak this slow? Do you normally speak so quickly? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, all uh, the time. Uh, how how tall are you, uh, Andros? Oh, Andros, let's see, Laxa, he's about, like, nine, nine and a half feet tall. All right, he's yeah, because I'm just barely over three feet, so I'm, like, shin height. Uh, so not even thinking, he reaches out, uh, <laughs> they reach out their, their trunk to shake your hand, because it's so much closer than his hands. It's like a pinky. <laughs> uh, well, uh... Yes. <laughs> I will I will stay behind you. You can stay up on top of me. That's a better point. 
I, I don't want to rush into that kind of situation. But uh, maybe, <laughs> oh, maybe after uh, a bit. <laughs> we apologize. Pandora deeply considers just writing you like a mount. <laughs> <laughs> so, with all of you, Green, um, I, I do deeply thank you. There are a few things that I can offer. Um, I offer a map, and then I will offer a glyph key. So what you will need to know to traverse the... Let me, let me step back a little bit. So the Doom Vault is a labyrinth, a, a death house, if you will. <laughs> it is one giant trap. And it was built by some of the best dungeon creators in all of Faerun. They have studied dungeons and they have figured out what works. They figured out what doesn't work. And... It is not an easy trek. Um, I I have seen what all of you can do, and that is why I've picked you, and that's why we will be going in. But what I cannot provide is a real understanding. The only thing I have is a map. I don't know what's in there. Part of the the you know design behind this is I as the gatekeeper. I don't get to see what happens there, and it's a level of security that is only if. Um, you know, I don't know. But I can offer you the map and the glyph key. The glyph keys are used to traverse between the black gates and the white gates. You will see them, and there are glyphs on the ground for you to use. Um, this one that I was able to obtain is for the predator pools. So please understand that it is going to be very dangerous. I will say that there are roaming guards, and there will be... Um, just watch out for the roaming guards there. Nobody to mess with. So, before before I send you into the predator pools, do you have any questions? Is there is the roof of this place higher than twenty feet? Well, I mean, it's it's about ten ten feet tall. Um, Motherfucker! I can't summon Galder's tower in a stupid doom vault. <laughs> It's okay, sweetie. We could still summon mine. Just check some of that off my prepared list. (laughs) Oh, I have not. We are confused. You have not introduced you. Oh, uh, uh, my apologies, Andros. Uh, Azor, this is Andros. Andros, this is bitch. Yeah, oh, lovely to meet you. We apologize for her <laughs> defamation of your character. No, no, we it's are really, no, it, it's, it's really all right. We, we go way back. She's really awful oh. and hard. Thanks, oh. <laughs> I, 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 I know one. I take it you know each other then. <laughs> oh, yes, we went to school together back in the Fave Wild. <sighs> she didn't okay. like me much. I was too good for her. <laughs> I'm sorry that I passed all my classes and you didn't. Well, parsnip. I, I, I don't mean to interrupt the, the interesting dynamic that you all may have. Were there any questions for me before I send you? Well, um, I think we need to still hear from uh, hmm. that one over there. What, what is your story? Fellow. 
need to, and I'm pointing to to uh, Axel. Okay. Uh, uh, to... What do you want to know? I, I'm just here to kick some butt. I mean, if uh, one of these, out, so. if one of these roaming guards are coming down on my neck, are you going to be there to help, or are you going to run in the other direction? Oh, if I'm running the other direction, it's to get something to hit them with. <laughs> that's, that's all I need nice. to do here. I, I, I am back. good. I am good. I'm not good. If you need any help, I'm I'm pretty experienced with magic, though. Ooh, magic! Uh, allow me to prepare I... a few spells before we go in. <laughs> and woman, I, have... I I level a finger at this red wizard. If there's not a fortune to be found, <laughs> I will find you. She's being facetious. Uh, well, don't listen to her. She's, she doesn't so know what she's talking about. One other thing, there are contact stones that if for some reason you do need to contact me throughout the Doom Vault, um, feel free to use those. I will be here. And we, up on the surface, will do our best to make sure that there is no outside interference in here. So you guys can work while we're, in, while we're holding that distraction. So if anybody escapes, we'll stop them. If anybody tries to enter, I'll stop them. Oh, another important question. Show of hands, who can pick locks here? I think that would be me. Ah, good. Always lovely to know the scoundrel of the group. <laughs> uh, scoundrel, that is a, a strong word. Uh, but <laughs> but it is true. Then I will unprepare knock. <laughs> I mean, we could always just have our lovely friend here bashing a door. Mm. We, we are get both, strong. We can get both like the giant man we and, are very strong as well. and then we'll get the barbarian. <laughs> We're fine. Just have them together push through the door. <laughs> uh, Travis, what, what race were you? Half-orc. Half-orc. Okay, alright. I thought that's what um, I remember. What shade of half-orc are you? Are you green or more like... What, what color? Um, uh, It's more like a, a gray. So gray? Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. I love the gray orcs. Though. That's perfect. <laughs> so let's see. We have an elephant. We have a human. We have a halfling, a half orc, and an elogian. Correct. Perfect. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. so let me just the parameters of what you're doing. There are three things that we need your help with. They are destroy the red wizard's monstrous, monstrous, monstrous is the word, monstrous creations, and experiments mm -hmm. to end the threat to all of Faerun, the Feywild and any of the other planes that may be affected, gain access to the phylactery vault deep beneath the dungeon. Once you gain access, please destroy that phylactery. We must put a stop to this. So there, there is... I will say that the Doom Vault isn't inhabited by two liches. One is a demi-lich and one is a lich. So the, the most clearest threat will be Zaztam. He is the, the lich that is, he's the Zolkir of necromancy. The other one is, um, Kazit Ghoul. Gabagool. How, how do you spell Zaz, Tom? S-Z-A-S-S-T-A-M. Wow, I was way off. Nailed it. Say it one more time. S-Z-A-S-S-T-A-M. And then no. who, who was the other one that you said? Uh, there were two names. Kazitgul. K-A-Z-I-T-G-U-L. 
Damn, that was, was so close. G U I L. G U L. G U L. Kazet Gul. Okay. I we will be happy to see these two. So, and just so you know, each there are nine sections, and each section is barricaded by these white gates that I spoke of earlier. And to traverse that, you need to find the glyph for that gate. So each section has a glyph. That glyph only works in the section that it's assigned to. And she looks over at the elephant and the orc. <laughs> Did, uh, it will be a little tight for your statures, so... Um, just a little idea. It's about ten feet tall and a cup, probably <laughs> ten feet wide. So I do see that you stand very high, and um, to the half orc you stand very brawny. So it's going to be narrow quarters. Um, and then she hands like in in the front, levitating in the front. So I imagine you're all in like a semicircle in the front is appears the map that you all should be able to see in level 20. Um, so you can see this map. It's not filled in. It's a very rough drawing of what it is. The red lines denote the different sectors. And you will be on the far left side in the predator pools that she called out initially. Oh, wow. Okay. And this is the, this is the map of the entire... Uh, Doom Vault. Uh, yes, but this is not the map of the phylactery. I do not. That is something that is kept very close to the to the vest. It is not um, public knowledge. We know it's there. Whoa. We just don't know how to get into it. So that will hey. be something that you will need to figure out while you're in here. Mm. Well, I'm. <laughs> the blood pens. They seem to be maybe a fun place to go spend some time. Uh, this place looks uh, quite. Quite interesting. Oh. Gotta hand it to them. They're good with names. Forest of Slaughter. <laughs> That's I a know. good one. I know. It sounds downright appealing. The forest oh. part, right? The ooze. <laughs> Smile. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was reading outside of them. I was reading these. I'm like, these are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So if there are no other questions, I will get you right into the action. I do ask that you be quick. Um, and, and about money, again, if you don't find anything in there. And she looks to you. Um, <laughs> I, you will become the heroes of Fae. So I imagine Rich's... Discounts. Discounts of anything you want. 10% off... Anything in Thay, ten percent. I can get you that. No, no. Li listen to me. I want money, and I want no one to know I helped. Ten percent is as good as money. <laughs> Discount code Featherfall. It's, it's, it's the damn. It's the damn safety of all of whatever the fuck you care about. You can spare some of your coin. You can't retire in a world that does not exist. Forget that. <laughs> I can be a lich if I want. He says, walking You can leave your friends portal. behind. If, <laughs> as a lich, if you don't have a phylactery, you will not be able to be a lich. 
<laughs> but we don't want those here. We are trying to stop those, so just anyways. Um, are there any other questions? I, I believe we should we should move. We should move now. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to teleport Ta-ta. you right in, and you, your glyph is for this sector. So again, the predator pools is where you can go through. Um, you will have to find one to get out of here, just so you know. Hmm. Okay. What are the predators? Um, <laughs> we, I don't get to know those that detail. Again, I only oh. get to know the how to get in and out of here. I don't know the specifics. Uh, you'll be in charge after we do, right? So make sure the predators go free. I don't want to be in charge. Oh. Um, but I don't think anyone wants to be charged at this place. Yes, we should. Oh. We should burn it to the ground. Just start fires everywhere. Let's <laughs> not get well, hasty. I still think. <laughs> Sorry, oh. fire's not really my thing. Maybe I could destroy it with ice. I don't know. I I am down for that as well. Um, all right. So, as no other questions, you are transported to this black gate right here, and you all just pop out quickly. So the first thing you see is a circular pool, and this chamber has a foul slime filled with bits of bone along its edge. To the west is a black gate, which you came through. To the north, up here that you can't see yet, is a white... Can you see the pings? Because I may have been on the wrong layer. No. Oh, no. Oh. Well, I can only see the small part of the map. Yeah. There we are. Those work? Alright, so yep. to the west you can see the black gate. To the north you can see the white gate. Um, and then there's a door here, so I'll reveal those areas as we go through. So I will be very clear as we're going through this. Um, this is a dungeon crawl, for the most part. Where your token is, is where I assume your character is. So be very cognizant of tokens placement on this map. Not for traps or anything, just for fun. There's no traps. Yeah, who would trap in a dungeon? Um, um. Yeah, so again, flavor text. A circular pool in this chamber has foul slime filled with bits of bone along its edge. To the west is the black gate. What does it smell like in here? Is it... It actually... So as you're teleported in here, so in the gatehouse is where you were before, it is humid and just like damp and gross and hot. As yeah. you're transported in here... It is instantly comfortable. Oh. And you are like, wow, I can... The smell is a little acrid from the pool. And the room Uh, is closed on both sides. So... All right. Uh, Val's going to roll up his sleeves a little bit, and he's got a big kind of scarf, infinity-type scarf that doubles (laughs) as a hood. He's going to take that off and put it and stow it, just kind of get a little comfortable. Uh... So, all right, and, and I will say the gates. If any of you have played the Dark Souls series, they're very like reminiscent of the fog. Um, so the gate, the white gate to the north, a ten foot diameter circle of runes and clear quartz fragments set into the floor. Within the circle, a luminous white mist shimmers, obscuring what lies beyond. So whenever I say a white gate, that is what I am talking about. The black gate that you just came out of, a ten foot diameter circle of runes and black onyx fragments are set into the floor. It exudes wisps of shadowy energy that look like curling black smoke. Andros, uh, you... Do not jump. 
You will hit oh. your head. Okay. I, I will mean, refrain from jumping. I don't want to state the obvious the whole time in here, but, uh, you know, just... You know, you just have be careful. Elephants can't jump. Oh, oh. well, I am <laughs> not an elephant. I am capable. <laughs> yes, I do appreciate it. The obvious does escape my uh, grasp. And he starts wandering over to like the uh, the bones and the filth around it. And he starts just kind of like leans down, and then like his trunk, he's just kind of sorting through, looking through the bones. <laughs> and we stop yeah, you there. there we go. Hey. <laughs> so before you go anywhere, um, just real quick on the construction. Um, so as you look around, this room is very well carved out. It is marble, maybe different kinds of stone. Um, mostly marble, so nice, nice rock in here. It looks very well kept, with the exception of the bones and debris floating around. But the architecture is stunning. The doors, all doors in here will be a wooden door with, like, iron straps. Um, and Andros, as you look down and start messing with the bones... Um, <laughs> Already. Oh, That's yes. a saving throw. <laughs> Already. <laughs> that's that sigh equals saving throw. So, emerges two uh -oh. giant, two giant hulking creatures. A little shorter than you, Andros. So when I say giant, it's not Andros giant size. Andros the giant. <laughs> oh, is that on purpose? Is that on purpose? No. No. Well done. Nice. Oh, man. I need well you done. to make a strength saving throw at disadvantage. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Is this going to be something my uh, powerful build would help with? Explain that. So I, count, I count as one size larger than myself, so would it negate the, the disadvantage? Well, yeah, I'll negate the disadvantage for that. Perfect. You said strength? Yes, please. There we go. Uh, sorry, it, uh, I forgot to turn off disadvantage. Uh, so just straight would be 15. Nope. <laughs> and the, so I will roll so everybody can see it so you know you don't think there's any fishy going on. So as mm -hmm. as you're looking in and kind of moving around, you feel your your trunk just be pulled in and you are pulled underwater. Oh, and everybody God. else sees this. Everybody, go ahead and roll initiative. Yes, we you're are here already. Out right. Oh no, the one I almost don't hate. <laughs> um, oh shit. Oof. Oh. Getting dragged at like Andres doesn't scream or anything, oh. he just goes, um, uh, hey. <laughs> there should be a plus three to my initiative roll. I don't have my character sheet filled out. Oh, I'm going to put weird. my skeletons on the same initiative as each other. Yeah, that's per perfectly fine. Easier to do. Thank you. Do you want me to roll? Familiar on me, or like a separate? If you want, uh, you can roll it separate, or you can just have it act during your turn. Uh, okay, I'll just do it in my turn, so we don't have yeah, extra. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not get 18, I got 10. It's just I didn't have my token selected, so it didn't pop up in the turn order. Oh so my gosh. Cheater, nope. cheater. And then Travi got 11. <sighs> These must be the predators that they were talking about. Uh. Well, that was quick. We really found them quickly. 
Good job, Andros. You found them. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, Val, it is your turn. What you see is maybe just the feet of Andros hanging out of this pool. Um, and none of the, the troll. None of the troll. You see one uh, troll on the other side. It's actually a scrag. Uh, okay. A little different than a troll, but same but concept. one is one is up, and I can visually see. Yeah, and Andros, yes. when you're under the the acrid pool, you can't see, nor can, can you touch the bottom. Oh, so well, that uh... ominous. So you can see the top one, you cannot see the bottom one. Uh, I will say real quick to Axel, you are going to be the only one strong enough to pull him out, I think. And then I will turn to the one that I see and I will say, you are one ugly motherfucker. And I will cash vicious mockery on him or them. Okay. And that's a wis- wisdom saving throw. DC 17. Not their strong suit. That's what I figured. Uh, yeah, so that's a fail. So they're going to take 2d4. Yes. Um, that is six points of, uh, what is it, psychic damage, and they have disadvantage on the next attack. Okay, uh, remind me when we get there, so I don't forget. Yeah. Um, okay, anything else you'd like and to And then, uh, yeah, I'm going to kind of run back here. Okay. Oop, just move back yeah, just, just a little move bit. move away. <laughs> move away. And that's it. Okay. Um, is it a- Azure? 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 Azur. Azure. Okay. I, I'm weird with saying that word. By the oh, way. no, you're good. It's, uh, it's all me. Um, all right. Your turn. Again, what you see um, is Andros's feet barely hanging out. One troll is, one scrag is above water. And that's the north one. Okay. Having to quickly put in this information for this spell because apparently I forgot one of only one spell out of my entire list that I was actually ah. going to use right now. <laughs> so okay, there we go. Uh, I'm going to be running over, and I actually have 40 foot of movement speed. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and yeah, we're just going to immediately. Uh, I'm pretty sure Andres is cool if we grab him, right? And teleporting away, right? Cool? Okay, Thunderstep. Nice. And I'm just going to teleport away. Yeah. Go away from him. Well done. <laughs> Into where you teleported to. Uh, let's see. I don't want to teleport to the group, so we're just going to teleport over to here on the opposite side. Okay. So, so he's yeah. going to be over here with me. Yeah, you explain how that looks just thematically. <laughs> yeah. So, Azuri uses her, uh, her rapier for everything, so how she uses magic is just always through her rapier. Uh, so immediately runs in and is like, oh, you fool. <sighs> Let me help. Grabs onto the end of him, stabs downwards, and then just goes, thunderstep. And lightning just strikes down. Nice. Zaps away, and then they immediately just zap over to another spot. And what's your range on that teleport- teleportation? So it's 90 feet. Nice. Okay. And then uh, the creature must make a constitution saving throw or take 3d10 thunder damage on a failed save or have as much on a successful one. Oh, well. What's the uh, save? Uh, he's definitely going to save. Don't yes. worry about it. 
Three D ten. Wow. Cons. Yep. Three D ten. So yeah, nine right. thunder damage. Okay. It's a third level spell. Yep. Hurts. Hitting them spell slots right away, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's action economy. Action economy. And that's <laughs> action. I'm going to go into my blade song for my bonus action. Okay. So that's going to be my bonus action. And yeah, that'll be my turn. Perfect. All right. Next is Axel. Uh, so this guy up here is what we want to be attacking, right? Uh, yeah, the other one is still uh, underwater. The north one is okay. is kind of it's like breast up is showing. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna run up to next. Uh, while I'm running, I'm gonna pull out my 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 large axe, kind of drag it on the ground while I'm running up at him. And I'm gonna hoist it in the air right as I get next to him, and slash at him for. I imagine this mm, one not Andros, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, we can hit Andros. That's for twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yep. <laughs> what level are you guys? Nine. 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 Uh, that hits. This many. That hits. Sweet. Uh, let's see. One d eight plus four. 12 points of damage. Points of damage. Okay. And then I have an extra attack, so I'm going to use that. Oh, convenient. And just follow the <laughs> same slash through Ooh, for 13. No, 16. 16 hits? Yes. 13 does not, just so you know. For 9 points of damage. Okay. Perfect. And that will be the end of my turn. Okay. Next up, Pandora. And okay. Pandora's... Yeah, I, I'm keeping these guys, my minions, separate from me for this purpose of this. So I don't just have, like, an infinitely long turn. Uh, <laughs> Pandora came in with several minions. Skeletons and zombies. One, a hulking monstrosity in, like, heavy armor, a zombie. Uh, another one with a heavy crossbow. And a third... This one is has blue a blue flaming skull, and as it runs forward, it draws a flaming blue sword, and will slash at this guy. Maybe I should have. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> it, it misses for nine. Does not Whiff. hit. And then this one races up the heavy crossbow, and will give a shoot. Eight! It shoots oh. the wall! Fuck oh. that wall! <laughs> ah, the curse of the crossbow. Oh, <laughs> the curse of the crossbow. That's a uh, real you thing. You need some new friends. The zombie juggernaut will then proceed to simply stand in front of Pandora <laughs> and, <laughs> and take the uh, the dodge action. Actually, nice. it'll guard her. Basically, it'll ready an action to like protect her. Love it. Okay. Um, okay. So skeletons of the uh, I'm gonna just say Pandora Entourage is <laughs> done. Minions. <laughs> and Andros. Minions. <laughs> Refer that to henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> Andros, you are up in the turn. 
My elephant I'm compadre. To... <laughs> That's me! No, I'm going to uh, pop out a... Uh... So as an action, you see Andros, he kind of like... Lifts up his, his trunk and just... <laughs> and he releases this spore cloud over the top of him. Um, for my action, that'll be a... So the spore cloud is my halo of spores. So it's 10 feet um, radius from me, and I should be able to put up an aura here. Bam! Um, now it only affects things that I want it to affect, so it doesn't hurt any of my, my any of our companions. And then he's going to uh, hold up his staff and <clears throat> cast shillelagh on it. Step forward, and that's his action bonus action movement. He can't actually attack. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But uh, before, uh, and then he's going to, uh, just as a DM thing, uh, bef right before my turn, for I'm going to be using my reaction to deal the spore cloud damage, so that way I can, I'll just save my reaction in case I need it, but that's, so just a heads up. Because okay. I'll be using that or the uh, polar master attack, so that's where he's. Perfect. Anything else you would like to do? Uh, that's all I can do. <laughs> okay. So the one closest to you, Andros and Axel, is going to just dive under the water really quick, and it's just going to shoot up, up and over the top of you, so you both... It's not really leaving your um, area, it's just up and over the top. So no real attack opportunity, because it's still within melee. Um, and did you have a reaction there, Ty? Um, I have the it's It's just the, the opportunity to attack when they enter my... Um, uh, range of attack, but he was already within it, so no. Yeah, okay. Um, so they're going to... Once the Scrag Bayou is going to bite and claw... Disadvantage on the first attack. Thank you. Ooh, thank goodness. Um, it was only supposed to be two claws, so that third claw does not is not real. So disadvantage... <laughs> Instead of a 27 yeah. crit, it rolls a 22 against you on this. This is mockery. Uh, so you, you said 22? Yeah. I'm going to use my reaction to cast shield. Okay. Then that'll use my reaction and my shield. Uh, so buffs it up by 5 because we need an AC of 23. So it does not hit. Um, for that one attack, correct? For that one attack, yep. The subsequent attacks... 19? Uh, 19 hits, 17 does not. Okay. Oh, wait, the, no. Uh, shield is until the end shield. of my turn. Yep. So that's so, uh, 23 it's for all of them, so okay. they all got hit. So the 19 was at you, Andros. The 17 was at Axel. Axel. Axel, Fuck does no. the 17 hit you? Yes, it does. So 10 points of slashing damage. If you mm. are Barbarian of the Totem, and you took the Bear Totem, it, that's halved. But you were, even with nope. even without raging? Uh, no. Yeah, you're right. No. You no. didn't rage. Alright, so the next one's going to do the exact same thing. Jump. It's already oh, under yeah. the water, so it's going to jump it's up. Next. It's going to bite and claw you, Valerian, and then it's going to oh. claw the uh, skeleton. So okay. 11 and a 14 to you, Valerian? Uh, 14 to me. 11 and hit. a 14. Uh, 11 misses, 14 hits. Okay, so 9 slashing from that. And then the skeleton, 16 to hit. The skeleton raises up its shield and parries somehow. <laughs> oh no, this skeleton's stronger than most. Nice. It's some sort of Nani. skeleton hero. That rolled a 15 <laughs> on damage, by the way. Oof, that would hurt. Um, right. um, I'm going to, as it hits me, I'm going to point my finger at it and touch it 
and I am uh, casting casting Hellish Rebuke. Um, that is a dexterity save for him. Okay, so as their turn starts, um, and before the top one went under the water, you see maybe the cut that Axel had just seal itself just ever so slightly. Ah, son of a... Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna TPK first, first round. TPK. I'm kidding, kidding. Um, he thinks he's kidding. <laughs> uh, Hellish Rebuke? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. What is that? Uh, deck save. Deck save, thank you. Uh, okay, eight. Uh, that is a fail. He takes 29 points of fire damage. <laughs> roll, the, roll a couple <laughs> cards does it better? <laughs> Perfect. Jeez. Uh, Good job. All right. Pandora. Well, that's half of my spell slots. But... <laughs> uh, let's yep. see. Pandora ready to uh, detect magic on, so she's already got her concentration slot up. So she's just kind of like, well, I could empower them. Or I could just do this. And I... Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I know what Ooh. I want to do. Oh, my. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Okay. Solve them, okay. quick, grab my balls. <laughs> Ooh, that's perfect. She takes out, she reaches into her pocket and takes out a bottle of oil. She curls it over in this, to this square here. And enchanted by magic, it suddenly wings all the way from this guy to over down this way. Uh, can this guy yeah. give? Can this guy give me a dexterity saving throw? Fourteen. As I cast, fling potion. Fling potion. Sixteen. <laughs> so it, it failed. Oh, that's uh, sweet. It takes twelve bludgeoning damage, and since that was an oil flask, the oil flash shat takes twelve bludgeoning damage, shatters, and he's covered in oil. Well done. I feel like we got a group of. Uh... Savvy players tonight. <laughs> and I'm gonna have to become the savvy DM. No, this isn't DM. <laughs> I didn't even know that. You was take a thing. that first level spell slot <laughs> <laughs> to the face. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else for you, Pandora? Uh, that will be all. Valerian. Oh man, uh, how's this one looking after that hellish rebuke? It's okay. Like, still okay? Okay, ah. Uh, not not oh, yeah. bloodied yet. Okay, I don't like uh, being engaged at all. I'm going to use my action <laughs> to. Uh, oh, shit, I don't want to. Um, fuck. Why do, you gotta, why do you gotta come after me, man? Um, Get behind the big zombie. <laughs> I know, that's the thing. Uh, I am going to disengage. Use my action to disengage, and yes, I'm going to get. I don't know which way to go. Uh, uh, I'm going to go up here. And then I am going to just kind of uh, Hide. hunker down in behind this big zombie that is there. Um, and that's about it. That's all I can do. <laughs> okay. I don't have any good bonus actions. Uh, Azur. Okay. Uh, well, I'm in combat now, so <laughs> let's do this. Did the music turn off? Uh, yes, it did. Thank you. Welcome. I didn't hit the repeat symbol. Uh, I do it every single time. <laughs> yep, know that feel. This is... Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go with 
this one instead. We're going to cast it at a higher level. Yeah, we're going to cast a Chromatic Slice at a uh, second level. Sounds awesome. Uh, oh, So, and I believe I'm correct. Uh, it's only, uh, it's not that great. <laughs> it's an 11 to hit. That's not going to hit. So, in, just so y'all know how I do flanking, I do flanking, be advantage. If I can pull this line through this and hit somebody else within the square, that would be flanking. Hmm. And in this... And okay. So, when it's a bigger token like this, you have multiple areas of flanking. When it's mm -hmm. like this, that doesn't touch, unfortunately. Okay. Gotcha. So if you are flanking, you get advantage. If in this case you are not, um, eleven does okay. not hit. It's all good. Uh, that is that spell slot gone. Ooh, if that you right uh, <laughs> it is oiled. I'll point that out. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean the spell misses, so I mean it doesn't uh, okay. really. Don't. I don't think it matters if I because I was gonna use yeah. fire damage, but I don't think it's gonna hit him anyway. So, um, in that case though, I'm gonna have my familiar though move up over here and give the action help. <laughs> so I was gonna do that, but then I kind of forgot to do that beforehand. Uh, and yeah, that, I think that's all I can really do. Yeah, that's that's all I can do. Nice. Okay, Axel. Uh, just going to stay where I am, and I'm just going to attack this guy again. Going to bring the axe right up my over my my shoulder and swing it down at him. Ooh, if I'm correct about the flanking uh, rule, if he takes a step to his left, does that give him flanking? There's a wall there. No, if uh, Axel, no, no, me. Axel did. Oh, if he yes, went, yes, you are correct. Is that okay? Well, so but now. The familiars there, and I would consider that flanking. Oh, cool! All right, neat. I'm pretty, I'm pretty generous. I like it. So if you moved Everyone knows the familiar who can't take the attack action is the greatest threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It will die. But Look into the eyes of that rabbit and tell me it is not the face of death. <laughs> it so is absolutely cute. the face of death. Uh, but if Axel moves over, he'll be flanking with without the familiar. Yes, correct. Azure. Correct. So okay, uh, you are also using it with the advantage for uh, the familiar because it does the actually oh, have the oh, help yeah. action. There you go. So I have advantage right now. Yep. Yeah. That is a phenomenal thing to have said. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just went from a one up to a seven. <laughs> also, oh. I will say I um, do use a fumble chart. So if you guys roll a one on an attack, I will mm -hmm. have you roll a d twenty, and I, if you fail that. It will go to the sample chart. Oh no, my skeletons are doomed. So that would be for a 15. <laughs> 15! It barely hits. Sweet. About, uh, five points of damage. Okay. And I'm going to use uh, my second attack for 17. That hits. Seven points of damage. Okay. It's looking like you got a little bit off of it. Um, anything else you would like to do, Axel? Nope, I'm staying right here. I'm bringing this son of a bitch down. Okay. Uh, skeleton Entourage. 
The uh, skeleton assassin uh, will level the heavy crossbow and take another shot. Does not hit. <laughs> ah, and the skeleton hero will leap off the wall and try to stab its flaming sword into this thing. <laughs> Does that, a 17 hit? That hits. It takes 13 magical piercing damage and 3 poison damage. So the poison seems to have no effect. Okay. But Darn. The the other does. And it jabs the flaming rapier into this thing, and it learns that this fire actually doesn't burn at all, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> it's purely aesthetic. It's just aesthetics. You get him, Jeffrey! <laughs> How big is Jeffrey? Jeffrey is the size of about six feet tall. Okay. Um, no, just by, based on the token, he's probably five feet tall. <laughs> he's tiny. Okay, uh, Andros. All right, so I'm going to uh, take a step up, and then I'm going to cast a Green Flame Blade. Um, it is Do it. A candle, so. Yeah. Ah, it didn't roll. Uh, but part of it is so uh, I don't know why it did not work. Did it pop up? Didn't pop up for you guys? No. Nope. No, it did not. Greenfoot Blade is one of the weirdest ones in the game where it doesn't really roll very well. There it goes. So I, I'll, I just put zero for the level cast that it was cast at. So, oh, right. One damage. <laughs> um, but it should be one plus my spell casting modifier, which is uh, five. But uh, so a part of it, I'm making a, 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 an attack action. So I have to do that with my Shillelagh up uh, staff. So we'll go. Mm -hmm. I'd nat one, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> go, go ahead and roll that. You have, straight you have advantage. Oh, I have advantage! Yeah, Lumi's there. You have advantage. I also, just so you know, I'm not going to call it out if you guys don't call it out. Oh, yeah. thank you. All right, we'll try that. I usually don't remember. Does 21 so. hit? <laughs> 21 does hit. All right, perfect. So it does, does the Shillelagh damage plus the Green Flame Blade damage, which is one. Uh, uh, and uh, is then... that like real fire, or is it... It does fire damage, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just green for some reason. Oh, Nothing's covered in oil. Also, since you hit it with all oil, oil, it takes extra uh, five damage. Perfect. And uh, and as part of hitting it with my halo of spores uh, pulled up, it needs a DC 17 constitution saving throw or taking spore damage. So many damages. <laughs> um, okay, Everybody, so quick, change into death. <laughs> and yeah, as you hit this with that shillelagh and that oil, yeah. just, it just... <laughs> and so you see it's like whatever little hair it does have left just singe and burn. And it's like, it's really gross. I don't want to go into the gory details of it. Um, but as the we go smell. to a constitution save, a 20, do I take half that? It's just not Pandora in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it takes no damage. Let me take a look here. Okay. Fuck you, uh, you come, act like I comb my hair. We'll just keep moving. Perfect, yep. And then um, as my bonus action, I do my pull arm master attack with is which uh, is a plus two, or so which I use my, um, it's a d4, but now it's shillelagh up, so 27. Ooh, nice. I use my wisdom for it, so. That does hit? That does seven bludgeoning damage, and uh, since I hit him again, he has to do other. Okay. Saving throw for a damage. One full damage, watch out! 
Uh, seven. So yeah, it takes that one oh, damage. Wh- you really. I forgot. Um, Let me see if I I crit for the the. Um... Oh shit! For advantage, I was gonna say. Let's <laughs> see if I crit on damage. Because I, I forgot I had I will advantage. Give it, I you will can give it to you. I was gonna say you can. Okay, so fourteen plus one. <laughs> fourteen plus one. Is... Oh so no! I... Sorry, double dice. So four plus five, nine, ten damage total. Ten damage total, not counting the seven I already took off. No, no, that that's including the okay. the seven. Okay. For that, that hit. So, All right, yeah. so I took another three off, and as this thing, anything else? Okay, who does? Uh, nope, that's okay. it. So as this thing is just lit on fire, you don't you see the heat, the wounds trying to heal, but they do not, um, and then it's gonna like lash out in a, a, just this nasty roar and bite and claw claw at bite to bite and claw to Andros second claw to <laughs> Axel so 17 does not hit your 18 correct is what you had that's correct yeah. and Ooh. I imagine a crit hits you Axel for 27 um, oh so you take 20 points of slashing damage yeah. and there and then this one is going to... I'm too pretty to get hit. <laughs> um, bite, claw, claw, your skeleton. Tim, Jeffrey. Uh, the first the first two definitely hit. Okay. Jeffrey, uh, no! So, what is that? So for uh, the first two, it takes 21 points of damage. It does have a crit fail, so I rolled the d20. Rolled the 20, it passed. Oh, nice. Um, okay. So it takes 21 points of damage. Jeffrey does. Okay. Oh, poor Jeffrey. Jeffrey, no! Jeffrey the skeleton takes 21 uh, points of... Wait, 20 what? 21. 21? Yeah. 21 points of damage and is still standing. Necromancy, man. My boy Jeffrey. For the win. All right. Pandora, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, One sec, just changing Jeffrey's hit points. Mine is 11. kept that box closed. <laughs> okay, Jeffrey's about at half HP now. Uh, Pandora is going to look at, Leave him alone. And I am going to raise my hand, and I'm going to cast Hearthfire. Uh, or Great Bonfire. I oh, rename that. Okay. Okay. Ah, that's a measly 16. damage. Yeah, it needs to make the saving throw. Yep. Wait, which one were you attacking? It failed. Uh, the one that's attacking Jeffrey. Okay. Yeah, it failed. So eight damage, eight fire damage. Okay, and I will have. I will order this uh, guy to go protect Jeffrey as a bonus action. <laughs> okay. And for Jeffrey to move closer so you can protect him. <laughs> okay, Valerian. In turn. Uh, I am going to fire two eldritch blasts at that lower uh, scrag. Uh, that is uh, currently engulfed in flames. The top one is engulfed in flames. Well, the other one's got, like, bonfire. Yeah. I assumed you... Because that's concentration, right? Are you keeping that bonfire yep. up? I'm keeping that bonfire yeah, up. I guess right it's, up. like, at its feet. The other one is really I'm... engulfed in flames. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so that is a 15 and a 23. So both I those see. hit? Yeah, both those hit. Because I fired... <laughs> And as I'm doing this, I bring up my wrists, and I have these uh, white diamonds on my uh, on my wrist that light up red, and the blasts come out of those, and get them twice. Um, so that's going to be eight and 
13, so 21 points of force damage. Ooh, nice. <clears throat> Spicy. Okay, so these both of these are looking a little rough at this point. Anything else you would like to do, Valerian? Uh, I am going... No, I'm good. Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Uh, Jackson. Azure. Uh, I'm just gonna go and swing my uh, rapier. Let's do that for two extra attacks. No spells. <laughs> I mean, he's already on fire at this point. I was like, I don't need to set him on fire again. He's on fire. <laughs> so I guess swing my rapier, luminescence, uh, twice, and uh, this is at advantage because Lumi. So twenty-eight to hit. Once. Dead hits. So, 13 piercing damage. And then sling again for a 13. Does not hit. That, that's not hit. Um, that is fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's anything fine. else you have? Uh, double checking spells. There's two base spells. Two uh, spells I don't know my character. <laughs> that. Oh, actually, actually a good idea. Uh, we're going to go and do. A bonus action. Face step. And he's gonna be like, yeah. I'm just gonna go teleport over here next to Pandora. Safe and uh, he has to make a wisdom save, I believe is what it is. Ooh, that's not there. Uh, yeah. which, which season are you currently? Winter? I am the Winter Fae. Yeah, yeah. 15? He has to make a wisdom save. Uh, it is, I believe, efficiency. Yeah, 15. Whew. Ooh. I think my save is a 15 or 16. Which is it? It's a 15. Yeah, so no, he actually saved. We got lucky. <laughs> we got very lucky. Um, Alright, anything else? Uh, no, that's it. <laughs> okay, actually. Minus one. I really want to bring this guy down, so uh, back at it with the, uh, the big battle axe. Uh, you yeah. no longer have advantage. Understood. Or is your familiar still casting help? Uh, it's still helping. Okay. That's a wonderful thing. I know. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So you do have advantage. Okay. Uh, 22 total. That hits. Nine points of damage. How do you want to do this? Yes! Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to bring the sword over, or my axe from overhead, and just slash it straight down, just right onto his head. And I want to, like, split it in half or something. I'd be tough splitting a troll in twain, but <laughs> you get it, and it's just. It's. Yeah, and it's dead. Um, so you still have movement and half of your other attack. Or your other attack. Um. Let me check my... I'm pretty sure my distance has let me get down there. Yep. I'll move down to the other one, and we're going to do a nice big slash at that guy. Where's my D20? Clean it up. This is He's hit more with Axel than he did with Jackson. That's true. Already. 25 to hit. 25 hits. <laughs> so, ja Travis's character in our Waterdeep campaign... <laughs> Probably missed 400 shots, like I kid you not, with his crossbow, Jeez. and hit maybe four times. It was yeah. awful. It was terrible. <laughs> but it worked for the character because fun. he wasn't used to combat. It was, it was so actually perfect. very amazing. <laughs> it, was it didn't mean song. to be it that way, but it really worked for the character. Uh, that is six points of damage. Okay. Uh, still alive, barely, but it's there. 
Anything else? Nope, that's it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Entourage. Put an end to that jolly green jackass. I would uh, I would uh, love to. Uh, that's a 13. Does not hit. And a heavy crossbow shot. Does 13. Not hit. <laughs> it continues. So you haven't hit with a crossbow yet. Um, need some you're an help. assassin. Why don't you attack it, actually? <laughs> the curse of the crossbow, man. Vicious mockery <laughs> on your own skeletons. <laughs> and it's going to guard a skeleton hero. Okay. Anything else for the skeletons? That'll be all. Okay. Andros. So I think I can make it to here. Um. Bam, 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 bam. So I will and say, we're just... I, I will say oh, the yeah. pool is five feet oh, yeah, below the the like surface level. Okay. And it does take five feet. To, it's a foot below, sorry, but it takes five feet of movement as well. Thirty. You should be able to get there for 30. Yeah, you're Perfect. good. Thank you. Just there's more than right, one so, pool, so it, it does go for all pools. Perfect. So I'm going to use my... Um, as soon as he's in within my um, the, the spore range, the spores are going to reach out and do the... Um, Con or Hill of Spores. Uh, con- constitution, 17, and it'll be actually 2d6 instead of 1. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, uh, so 8 total of necrotic damage. And then here comes the shillelagh. Uh, we're going to do Booming Blade with Shillelagh. So it's going to Shakao with advantage. Both of those hit. Then. Perfect. So crack over the head for six bludgeoning. And then the Booming Blade damage. Another six. How do you want to do and... this? Oh, okay. Uh, so Andros is going to like hustles. I don't like. And he's. Huh. Uh, he's gonna like is he he's sli- uh, as he's running the spores instantly latch on and start sticking into the the open wounds of of the <laughs> troll and then he runs up and he just brings his staff up and he just since he's about raven height he brings it up and cracks like a golf shot into the head of it and then nice. you see this energy envelop the uh, the troll as, as its entire body just <laughs> vibrates apart. I do not wish to drown today. It is, it is dead. So we are officially out of combat. Yay! Welcome to the Doom Vault. Oh, Jesus. Oof. Skeleton and... hero sheathes a sword and offers a fist bump to Andros. Hill <laughs> <laughs> and Andros will that. immediately walk over to um, Axel and be like, You look injured. He's going to cast Cure Wounds at third level. You gain 16 points of health. Thank you very much. They didn't have the glyph. And he goes back up and he starts rooting through the pots. So as you... The glyph is a pendant. Who took the glyph? Oh, he did have one. No, no, no. No, oh, the one original. Okay, yeah. Uh, Pandora might have taken the glyph then. Okay. Give it to Pandora. So, Pandora, you see that the glyph says you. It has a word that you can hear in your head. It says "pools of devotion." So, what that means is this glyph works for the pools of devotion, which is a okay. section in the sector. 
So we were told that we w don't have many opportunities to rest, but this is one of the safe spots. Hey, you, can try, it. Um, you can try it. Um, she's so Serana said there are safe spots. Mm hmm. This you have not located a safe spot. Okay. I feel like there's more coming from there. The bottom. I'd assume so. We should probably leave. I'm gonna take, uh, flick out my mage hand, and I am going to kind of root through some of the bones and material that is around. See if I can find anything of use. And then uh, I'll eventually make my way over to the top scrag and oh. kind of see if there's any... Th they didn't have any, like, satchels or clothing or anything. Okay. Uh, so I'll be technically assisting you if you're... if you're. Yeah, I'm going to look around Perfect. using my mage hand, kind of hovering next to it, standing next to it, as it is uh, kind of just pushing stuff around in the... Uh... So as you push around through, like, the outside... Um, you don't find anything. You find that these are remnants. Probably and uh, dead ones. Remnants of meals. So you see teeth marks and bones. You see tiny chunks of meat that maybe just came out as they were eating uh, that, that didn't make it into their mouth. Um, it is not anything useful, except unless you want bones or. I, there's I, no. I there's no. Like material in there. Okay. You do notice as Andros, um, if as his his trunk touches any of the meat, you see just like it leaves like kind of like this sheen over the top of the meat. Your spores are gross. Mm, like spores. a slug. Gross spores. Fascinating uh, spores. Well. And so, as a reminder, you have north, a white gate, and to the bottom right. So. East, a door. And what do what do we know about these gates? Like they they're not active until we find a glyph. They're, Is that correct? Well, so they're active and they're just swirling like white mist. Okay. Don't know if we are ready to go up in that one yet. Uh, I will look through at the gates with detect magic. What does that you have? Yeah, so describe that. Uh, she looks at the gates with witch eyes. <laughs> There's nothing really special about it. Her eyes just glow a little bit. They're uh, they're actually violet, unlike her token. But she just kind of stares at the gates to see what's up with them. Are you? Do hey, I detect anything? Well, I was gonna say, are you trying to? What are you trying to discern from them? Oh, just, you know, um, school, any school of magic's active, uh, any auras I detect around me. Well, there's definitely magic. You, you, you mm -hmm. everything is magic. It is everywhere. Did, Interesting. Did the, the glyph was for the abyssal prisons, right? The glyph was for the pools of devotion. Pools of devotion. Okay. Oh, we, yeah, I forgot we have a map. Yeah. So what schools of magic do I detect and where are they? Um, oh, I see where we're at. Okay. So let's see what they say in here. Because it does say that. One moment, please. You get. The... Uh, while you, while you're... Okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, what are you doing that? 
Andros pulls up the map and he's like, um, and he'll point to it and you'll see he, um, it'll, you see if you, if you're looking at the pool, if you see the abyssal prisms, if you go straight south, you'll see the pools of division of, uh, devotion right there. And then we're in that little compartment to the left hand side and he's going to point to the, if we go through here, it's to the pools where I suspect more underwater things will attack. But I do not see another way to go, as is the trap. <laughs> I rhymed. <laughs> um, so you get abjuration magic. You get illusion magic. Um, conjuration. From the... From up up north or from down everywhere. south? From everywhere. Everything. Everything in this room <laughs> is magic. I'm not kidding you. Every surface okay. is touched with magic in some way. Okay. I, I stare at that and I focus on the unique magics uh, in the air. Like, if there's any uh, local, like local enchantments rather than the omnipresent ones. So, th- you get... You get. I will say this is. Uh, this is still abjuration. So you get a strong. So you get a faint aura across all of the surfaces, but you get a mm-hmm. stronger sense of abjuration right where the the gate is. Okay. Any abjuration over this door? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any. Local abjuration, no, I guess. No, no, no. It's that same faint. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll keep in mind that this entire place has abjuration. When I asked in the future, yep. it'll mean the. Uh, Not that you know. specifically. I guess. Exactly. <laughs> unless, unless it suddenly disappears for some reason. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, has it been 10 well, minutes? It lo- no. uh, okay. This, this entire place is radiating with magic. It actually hurts. She, like, rubs her eyes. <laughs> oh, fun. I did not get enough sleep for this. You oh. never get enough sleep for anything. <laughs> she looks at you in the eyes. Fair. Anyways, there's abjuration to the north, so so that might be some sort of trap. There's no special abjuration on that door to the south, however. So should oh. we try the south then? Don't we have the, according to the map, we have the key to go. I'd rather enter a room that needs a key. Does not. Very well. Yeah, first, I'll take the rear guard. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll protect us from the back. (laughs) Okay, so, Andros, are you trying to go through the door? uh, I'm gonna get the, the, the glyph key and then uh he's gonna put he's gonna grab the glyph glyph key with his uh his trunk and then walk with it kind of in front of him (laughs) pass it off to you okay i assume this this thing on the ground's the glyph right yeah and so there's a whole thing about transferring glyph keys i think that's silly um oh okay it wastes like it's like an hour long process i'm like "Eh, let's not do that oh wow okay in in game hour long not you know (laughs) here um, oh so, man, this thing, this shitty key it takes an hour to transfer. Wait. <laughs> oh, a hex. Fixed it. <laughs> so as as it transfers to you, you hear that same thing in your head. Pools of devotion. Huh? Oh. 
This is correct. And he just walks forward. And so as you <laughs> as you stand in it, the mist just opens from the center out. And oh. you can walk through it. Told you it would work. Or did you tell me? I don't... I told oh, well. you. I'm always right, remember? You are brilliant. <laughs> 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 walks up walks up to Azor. <laughs> Elephants never forget. <laughs> yeah. What? It's the safe no. No, no. Let's let, let's go through and maybe uh not die. He's he's a good meat shield though. <laughs> okay. So Andros, specifically, are you walking all the way through to the door or are you Yep, all the way through to the, the door. Okay. So as you walk Does through the... the gate reseals itself. Oh, takes a step back. And as you re-enter it, it reopens. Oh, it's going <laughs> to be that to way. Alright, I I guess I will go through and I will come up behind. I imagine that's a tight squeeze. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm, I can fit. I'm s- small, can. so I can fit. Oh, you can just I walk can, through my legs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm Travis might not be able to. <laughs> Before uh, we go anywhere, give me Never mind. It that take time. Let's keep going. I'll study I'll, it later. I'll take a look at the door and see if it's any traps or. Okay, give me an investigation check. If you want to touch it, perception. If you're just gonna use your eyeballs. Uh, I'm just using my eyeballs. Uh, investigation. That is a seven. Well, perception. If you want to just look at. Oh it. yeah. Okay, that would be uh, sixteen. Okay. So I'm revealing this ahead of time. There's no. There's no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess tech magic is growing more powerful. <laughs> just gonna ignore the people. Ignore the cultists in the other room. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, ignore the man standing behind. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna just say that. <laughs> um. So. I. Go ahead. I was gonna say if it's not trapped, I will kind of. Turn the handle, or yeah. As you turn the handle, the door opens, and you do see inside. So as you peek in, you initially just see two small. So this room, everything in this area is lit. So there's magic, like at the very tops of the ceilings, these magic orbs that are just lit. So you do see that as well when you saw your um, when you used your witch eyes. So you did see different schools of magic. I should have said that. It's my fault. Oh, okay. So everything is lit at the very top. But as you look in here, you see these two blue blue, like you can't really see into them, but if you imagine like a pool that's lit up in the middle of the night, it just gives off that nice blue shimmer, that glow. You see that they, these have that same lights coming out from the two circles. Uh, and do, do I see any of these people? Any of these tokens? Did I say you see them? Oh, no, you I'm just... You I, okay, I, well, if I don't mm-hmm. see them, then I will open the door all of the way, and I will take a step in and say... Okay, okay so I as you do take a step in, you see on the very left, you see a spirit naga. And it is eating a person. Oh, I, got, I, got. I will... Uh, as I see that, I will get into this back corner, and I will try to hide. Um, but I... And then I'll whisper to the rest, "We are not alone." Sandra will give that kind of beck and forward. <laughs> mm, okay. For the rest of the group. 
Ozer's gonna step forward. Okay. Bringing, uh, and I will try and follow after. Just can't really. Well, is it? Does it notice me at all? Is it? It's intent. It has not. Again, I'll whisper back into the group. Uh, we are not alone. There is something eating in here. We are never alone. Oh! <laughs> Peeps so into the room. You should have a handout now. Yeah, looking good. Peeks ah. around corner. Hey, hey, GM. Can I make an art? Can I make a check to figure out what the fuck? <laughs> what that is? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Give me a nature check. Or survival. Oh, good. One of my good ones. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah, you absolutely know what this is. So you know this is a serpentine-like creature called the Naga, and they are not friendly. Naga. Uh, any special abilities I would note about it? Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure they have dangerous venom. You know that they are typically magical. Okay. Yeah, spirit Naga. Evil. Good venom. Magical. It casts spells. Don't let it do that to you. As you're talking, it casts. Oh. Dominate person. Uh oh. On me? On you. <laughs> the puppet master becomes the puppet! It casts a spell? It does. Motherfucker, I think I'm too far from you. <laughs> okay. Well, you're at the door because you have to see through, aren't you? Okay. Counterspell. Go ahead and. Uh. I just need to know where everybody's at. Are you? Are you? Did you have to go? Did she have to go up to the door to look through? Yeah, you would have to. Have. Yeah. Oh, okay. I am. I am in the room, hiding in the corner. <laughs> 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 Uh, so it's a fifth level spell, so that's counter spell. Let me see. I have to roll. So fourth level or higher, make ability check using spellcasting ability. DC equals ten plus the spell's level, so fifteen. So ability check using spellcasting ability. So your ints. Yeah. So intelligence score, basically. Yeah. Attempt to interrupt if the creature is casting a spell. If it fails, no effect. If the casting what? is fourth level or higher, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. Okay. DC yep. equals it's... 10 plus the spell's level. Okay, so it's a 15. Uh, uh no. roll the 10. <sighs> okay. Uh, boy. uh okay. <laughs> hmm. Well. <laughs> well, dominate person. Interesting. <laughs> so you attempt to beguile a humanoid that you can see within range. It must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the duration. If you are creatures that are friendly to you are fighting it, it has advantage on the saving throw. While okay. the target is charmed, you have a telepathic link. With it, as long as the two of you are on the same plane of existence, you can use this telepathic link to issue commands to the creature while you're conscious, which mm -hmm. it does its best to obey. You can specify a simple... 18, suck it. It... Okay. <laughs> oh man! Wait. Okay. It's gonna be like it's 
I'm sorry, the DC is 19. It's 14. <laughs> it's 14. You pass. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but at first, so the way they wrote that, it said 14 plus 6. I'm like, there's no way this DC is 20 for this. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, like, that would have been... That would have been rough. Alright, so at this point... Yeah. We're going to call it for the night. I know we are in one room. It is 10-10. Yeah. We, we have gone an hour and 30 minutes. I don't want to hold everybody too late. Um, I will admit every room is going to be like this. It is going to be... Oh, it is going to be hard. Um but I love this. So I do want to say thank you, everybody. I do want to be respectful of your time on a week, week night. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how many of y'all work in the morning, but I do. And it's, it's hard. So we will try and end 10 to 15 minutes before or after 1030 my time. Okay. Um, so I want to say thanks everybody. We'll be back here Wednesday. It took a little bit to get us started, but we're in, we're in the doom vault. We're in <laughs> our first set of the monsters. Um, does anybody them have, to death. Do you guys want to promote yourself again? So we'll go back around the room. Um, we'll start with Typo. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm Typo. Uh, you might see me around a little bit more, and I also uh, am at what is it? The Coffee Nebula, uh, where I sometimes guest and roleplay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sean? Hey everyone, uh, I'm Sean, or Near the Furt King. Uh, you can find me obviously on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me with Typo on the Coffee Nebula or Polish Cryptids channel on Twitch. Um, yeah, I'll be also on Featherball Tabletop Community with several one-shots as well as this campaign. So yeah. Nice. Ty? Uh, I'm Ty um, from uh, DMEmporium.com. Also uh, stream my own game, which I DM uh, every Tuesday, but uh, only watch the repletes because you'll be water watching on Tuesdays, but uh, come stop by. We'll have a lot of fun, and then check out the DM Emporium.com. Uh, discount code Featherfall. Yeah, that's us. Uh, Travis, do you want to promote anything? You, Travis? Uh, I mean, I I have a Twitter account. You can follow me, Blue Viper. Tweets all proper spelling, no spaces, no underscores. I tweet every once in a while, like once a month. Right now, I'm not very active on social these days. I wish I were. Um, I used to stream Blue Viper 2 on Twitch. Eventually, I will again sometime. Probably when we get a house later this year or next year. But it's a, it's a while down the road at this point. I just don't have the time. So just follow me here. That's good. Just, just follow Featherfall. That's where you want to be. <laughs> it's I the place. You. Chris? Uh, yeah, so 2 underscore socks 05 on Twitter. The word 2, uh, T-W-O. Yeah, T-W-O. Uh, there you go. 2 socks 05. Um, you can catch me DMing Curse of Strahd every other Sunday, picking up again on March 1st with Session 5. We're having a great time doing that. We're going to keep going. Uh, I am the one-shot, community one-shot manager for Featherfall Tabletop. If you want in those games, uh, check out the Discord link down below. Get um, Come in and tag me, and I'll get you hooked up in a game. Or tag, you know, uh, Bob in the uh, discord we can get you there all the same but we got games starting and filling up all the time we are accepting guest dms so if you want to dm a game uh one shot game for us there's an application process for that pretty simple you just tell me how cool the game is that you want to play and we'll find a spot for you um that's about it nice pretty active in the discord try to keep conversations light and fun and have a good time so yep and i am bob i'm billy Zed in the discord um 
I run the Featherfall Tabletop Twitter account, and I'm here every Wednesday. Cursor Strahd every Sunday. I try and join, DM all the one-shots that I can because it's so much fun. I do want to say I love this party so much already. First session, it's we are going to just explode from here. I, I It's going to be a great <laughs> game. Um, it's going to be hard. It's going to be fun. It's going to, it's going to test y'all. But it, it His is... optimism is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> it but, might. <laughs> but I love it. And I can't wait to for next Wednesday already. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. And we will talk to you later.